mate. Hi, mate. How you doing? Yeah, I'm okay, thanks. How are you? I'm really well. Good. Thank you for asking. Good. This is very polite. Yes. Very polite start Good afternoon. To the show. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. Welcome. Good morning, Mr. Yeah, good Ryan. evening, depending good on where evening, you are in the world. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Do you reckon we'll just spend the whole pod talking over each other? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what we were doing on the last one. We just constantly wanted to yeah. talk over each other. So why change the habit that we've now started? That's right, the problem of not yeah. being in the same place. Yeah. I mean, you've got the delay of being on the phone. Oh, peek behind the curtain. Got the delay of being in separate studios. Never on the phone. Separate studios. Yeah, that's true. We are in. Uh, we are in equally as uh, exquisite, but different studios. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah with our um, team working around us. Could <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you imagine there was a team for this shit? Yeah, yeah. I'd, you wouldn't I'd, even put it on your resume. There'd be nothing on the know. TV about working for the Babelman. The thing is, it's like, I was thinking about this the other day, like, if, um, obviously, like, again, not peeking too much behind the per- the curtain, but both of us have now experience in kind of recording and editing a podcast. It's like, mm. I've seen, I've had things through for, like, jobs. You know, I mean, I have a full-time job, so fine, but if I wanted to take, like, a, a career change of, like, podcast producer, it's like, please send in some uh, examples of your previous work. It's like, I want to <laughs> fucking send in the... Ba- they can listen to this and be like, wait, what? <laughs> what this is story. this? What's going on? You, you actually yeah. made this and released it to humans <laughs> to listen to. And, like, yeah. thousands of people listen to it. Yeah, yeah, we got we got literally thousands <laughs> of listeners. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Like people are doing some like real top grade journalism, and we're just like, wow! I saw this fucking seagull who hung itself. But like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a bloke with like seven fingers. Yeah, shit. <laughs> like some woman shit in a bowling alley. Like, what the fuck? But I still maintain like that is that we're getting bombarded with news. Um, you know, left, right, and center, and all of it's fucking nonsense. So it's oh, like, yeah. ha- I don't think that the news that we provide is any less nonsensical than anything that's actually going on in the real world. On the contrary, I think some of our stuff is is more believable than what's going on in in the world. Exactly. I mean, what well, what has been going on in the world? We've had obviously there's there's pain and misery everywhere. So let's yeah. bypass that a yeah. little bit, and yeah, we'll yeah, go yeah. for something a little bit lighter. We had local elections recently, <laughs> didn't we? Yeah. And people were like, I know that the, the Tory rule has basically ruined our lives for the past four or five years, but we're just going to we're gonna carry on voting for them anyway. Don't worry about it. Yeah, we'll just give them another yeah. go. Maybe they'll sort it out this time. Like, oh, yeah. But yeah. in saying that, my favourite ever um, constituency running party member has returned for another year. Oh, I knew you were going to bring this up. I thought to myself, <laughs> he is going to bring this up on the fucking podcast. Go on then. Count Binface. <laughs> Count Binface. Returns once again. But yeah. this time, he was actually laying into people properly. It's almost as if he's gone away and gone, how can I make this shtick even better? So now he's like a fucking stand-up comedian. Yeah. He's great. And was he was it, laying into Lawrence Fox. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. He was running for the mayor of London, wasn't he? He certainly was, yeah. Yeah, see, I'd rather vote for fucking Count Binface than Lawrence Fox. He's a fucking... Yeah. I mean, he was in our inaugural uh, version of Room 102, wasn't he? Because he's just a massive well, bellend. He really is. And I'm so satisfied that everyone was like, who? Who, who the fuck yeah. is Lawrence <laughs> Fox? Who? What are we talking about? What? Who is he? I'll tell you one person who knew exactly who he was. And quite frankly, she has one of the worst ex lists I've ever seen, and that's Billy Piper. Yeah, she has. I really like Billy Piper. She's had kind of like a recent terrible res- taste in men. Really bad taste in men. I think she's like, kind of all right God. now, but yeah, she went through. I mean, Chris <laughs> Evans at like peak zig and zagness. Do you know what I mean? Like it was not a good. <laughs> That, but I, she's, yeah. she's, I really like her now. She's kind of legitimised herself as a proper actor, which is amazing. But yeah, she mm. has really fucking bad taste in men. I mean, but he, he, Lawrence Fox makes Chris Evans at, as you say, peak Zig and Zagness. <laughs> well, yeah, makes him <laughs> I, look I like fucking Barack Obama, doesn't it, in comparison? Yeah, he's, like, like, he's yeah. literally best man on the planet. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, Jesus Christ. But yeah, yeah, I want, I want more. And the next one I want... 
we failed miserably again this time round. Yeah, we did. In a few years' time, I would like more Count Bin phases for a start. Well, maybe one of us, or maybe we could run as a duo, like a team, and just call ourselves like... Well, Zig and Zag. Yeah, maybe, Zig and Zag yeah. I was thinking more <laughs> hey! like Baron Fucked It Boys. Do you know what I mean? Like, that could be who you can vote for on your ballot 2024 or whatever the fuck. Yes. Episode 67. Yep, we're, um, we're in the late 60s. We're, we're into retirement. We're shuffling, we we're shuffling around in our Crocs, around the Got garden. our bus passes. Got our bus passes. And we're, we're maybe getting a second wind. We've decided that we probably haven't got long left on this world, so we're going to make it count. I bought a motorbike and got a leather jacket <laughs> with some kind of like um, sort of pastiche of a motorcycle club on the back. You've you've just kind of given up, so you've just kind of <laughs> let everything hang out. You shop like you just carry. I go, it. I go I go shopping in my pajamas now. Yeah, you go shopping in your pajamas, and you've always got a carrier bag with stuff in it. No one quite knows what the stuff is, but you've always got a carrier bag full of stuff. I'm that guy. Yeah, that's where I, the I wear a shirt are. with um, Bert and Ernie on it. Yep, yeah. Because that's, that's the only thing that I remember from my youth that keeps me feeding. <laughs> and I've got some Cuban heels, which I'm <laughs> I'm still trying to break in, but eventually, once they've broken in, they're going to be absolutely golden, and people are going to yeah. comment on them as they're like, oh, they're decent. Oh, cheers, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to lean on stuff with my foot just a little bit too high every now and yes, then. Yes, so it catches the eye line. Yeah. You learn from the best. You learn from the professionals. Absolutely. So that's where we're at as a podcast. I mean, I've, I feel like I'm declining rapidly as it is. I've, I've had some shit go down, my friend. Can I just ask, how old are you? Are you 37 or 36? I can't remember. 30, 36. So you're 37 in July. Yeah, okay. No. No, June. No, but, no sorry, Wait. 36 in July. I'm 35 now. You're, th- you're only 35? Oh, yeah, you're three <laughs> years older than me. Only okay, yeah, you're three years older than me. Fine, <clears throat> fine, fine, fine. What do we mean only? Yeah, I don't mean like, oh, I just, yeah, you were three years older than yeah, me at school. You, yeah, you look okay. far older. No, you, I haven't seen you. I don't know if, what the fuck you look like. You could, you could look like a completely different person. I'd have no idea. <laughs> really? Has it been that long? Have I not well, I haven't seen you for like said- a year. Surely I've sent you a photo or something of myself, haven't I? I think you sent me one photo a while back where you attempted to grow and twiddle your moustache. But we're... See, that's the thing. We're not of the generation to to take photos. Like, my upper six students yeah, I'm left... I'm sending you one. You're sending me one, sending right, you one now. right now. All yeah. right, all right. I'll send you one back. But my, um, my second-year students all left college this week... And hmm. the sheer volume of photos they were taking of each other, of themselves, of random things. It's like, I don't take pictures of myself. Like, I don't want to see. No, I know I what I look like. I know how disappointing it is. I don't need to see it on a screen. <laughs> okay, so listeners, I'm going to post. I know we can't because they don't know what we look like. No. I will post this picture just covering Lee's face. <laughs> so <laughs> you still... point yeah. All right, I'll send that. one back. Hang on, I'll send one back. Don't, don't tease them. You'll never know what we look like. It's a mystery. No, face reveal, uh, um, 100,000 downloads. Okay. It might take us a little while for that. So I've just sent one back to Lee. Killing a that face. is a marvellous beard you're sporting. Oh, Although, thank you. Yeah, I've grown, I'm growing my beard. Yeah, that's I've, I don't happening. think I've, I've seen you that short on top in quite a while. No, I've recently shaved my head. I mean, you went to town. Yeah, I, well, it's a one all over, mate. It's as short as it could possibly be. So I, I'm rocking the homeless bum haircut, and you've gone for the upside down head. Yeah, I'm go- I'm going like, yeah, 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 that's exactly what it is. I'm just like it. taking it all like off the top, keeping it all on my face. <laughs> so now that we've told the listeners our um, topiary situation... Um, yeah, episode sixty-seven. What the fuck's going on? Yeah, like I say, I I feel like I'm on a rapid decline now. Yeah, say, but with the hair, I'm finally getting a haircut for the first time in Christ knows how long. So we're going to fix that. Great. And I, I've been doing. I've been looking after myself. Eating better. Mm-hmm. I've been taking care of myself with my um, vices. We'll call them. <laughs> yeah. Sorting them out. Yeah. So that that's on the right way now. Obviously, you know, I'm not like boiling spoons and shit, but. I've sorted out my my iniquities as far as looking after myself. You can be as cryptic as you want. I'm pretty sure people get, <laughs> the listeners understand what you're talking about. 
I smoked weed for 20 years, yeah? Yes, now you I have. Don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I can, I can finally admit it. Sorry, Mum. <laughs> Listeners, anyway. why do you think he's got a cough all the time? Yeah, but notice this. Yeah, not as coffee. No, no cough, mate. No, unbelievable. No cough. I haven't had a it cigarette for nearly coughed. a year. Really? Yeah, I'm, I've been yeah, cigarette free. So, and, and, and with this in mind, uh, looking after ourselves, we get, we're getting to an age now, <laughs> the grand old age of 30, where you need to take care of your body. You need to start looking after yourself a little bit better, treat yourself a little bit nicer. Yes. So I've been a bit more physical and I've been out in the gardens. I've been helping out family members and stuff, doing some gardening, getting the hedge trimmers out, doing it for those that cannot reach and that sort of thing. Yeah. But what I didn't realise is that after basically a year and a half to two years of being in my house, my resistance to the sun has diminished slightly. And okay. I don't mean in a tanning form. So right. I spent three days doing a garden over, doing a little bit of hedge cutting, cuts of grass, turning over some weeds and stuff, all that good stuff that your granddad does down the allotment. Yeah, or in my case, Unlike, my dad. Or your dad. Yeah. Unlike your dad, though, I didn't wear a hat. Okay. See, so I got sunstroke. Right, see, now I'm at the stage of my life where if I don't wear a hat, my skull gets burnt. So well, that's Well, if that was what happened to me, I would be really happy with that. Yeah. Now, what a lot of people don't realise is that sunstroke can affect you in various ways. Yeah, some there's one There's one big headaches. way, though, isn't there? <laughs> some, some people will get headaches. Yeah, yeah. Some people will feel a bit ill. Some yeah. people will burn their heads. Yeah. Or, if you're like me... <laughs> and me... You will, quite happily, come in your house, be really happy with yourself, feeling good, fresh, you know, light-footed, all of the stuff that exercising and being out in the sun does to you. I got a shower. I got out the shower, wrapped in my little towel. I was in the in the kitchen. I was just about to sort myself some dinner, feeling real good about myself. Oh, I need to fart. <laughs> Do you think, Ryan, oh, no. that I just farted? No, at that exact moment when I am stood in my kitchen wearing a towel, my body went, oh, yeah, you're going to shit yourself now, mate, and it's going to be fucking water. So instantly, oh, you know that no. feeling when you, you go to fart and you're like, hang on a minute. <laughs> and you're, you're well like, aware it's not just the No, this is like it. fart plus, yeah. Yeah, yeah fart <laughs> Yeah. This is like the next level of that. Yeah. So straight away, I'm like, oh, my God, I need to go to the toilet. Run to the bathroom. Sit down. And just, you can imagine. Yeah, it's an emptying of a bottle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just it's just so quick. Yeah. I can barely even keep up with it. So I'm like, Jesus Christ, what's happened? And then almost straight away, I'm like, oh, my God. Maybe, it's, maybe that's why my head feels a bit tight and everything. I've got sunstroke. Shit. Literal. Shit. Yeah, okay. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I start to clean myself up, and instantly, you know, you know. Now, not to go into too much graphic detail, <laughs> sure, why not? But when you put a bit of tissue down there, <laughs> and the entirety of that bit of tissue is covered, <laughs> you know there's a problem. Yeah, you know right. Something has occurred, <laughs> and we now have a situation. So it's like I comes out looking like a tea bag. He's like, oh no. <laughs> 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 oh god I, st oh, I stood up right and I turned round <laughs> to look at my nice white porcelain toilet oh. which is now shade of brown pebble and dash. orange it's right. no it's not even pebble dash no, it's okay. smudged because oh. it's all over my ass. <laughs> I'm covered I have to get back in the shower to clean it off again. Oh, uh, this God. one, I'm, I'm laughing. I'm <laughs> laughing in the shower. I'm stood there cleaning my legs. Uh, it's, you know, I'm all, it's anything from the belly button down, oh, I need to clean again. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just chuckling to myself. I get out, I go to use the towel again, I look at the towel, notice that I've gone on the towel. <laughs> that makes me laugh. You know, I'm laughing at him. I'm, Honestly, my whole entire mood set is changed. Normally, I'd be like, "Ah, oh, fuck, a fucking shit everywhere. Ah, oh, fuck, ah, oh, the world's ended. But this time, I was just like, this is really, really funny. <laughs> Until. Oh, no. I walked 
back into the kitchen oh, and realised I didn't stop it. <laughs> and I had left for the last 15 minutes a little puddle of poo in my kitchen. <laughs> you just shut now, on the floor of your kitchen. Wow. Yeah. Now, wow. now, obviously, at this point, a normal person would be going mental out of embarrassment that I start fucking howling at how funny this is. And my laughing is attracting attention. So now the family are trying to walk in as I'm still in a towel. I haven't haven't managed to get any further than the towel for the last half an hour. I'm still in another towel, I might add. I'm in another towel, stood in the kitchen, trying to block everyone's view (laughs) from the puddle. (laughs) Don't look, don't look. Yeah, like, get out. Avert your eyes. I'm still laughing but I'm very forcefully telling people to get out. So the juxtaposition just interests them even more. They're like, what is it that you are trying? So I'm like, get out! Don't look at me! <laughs> and I managed to get everyone out. So, so then I quickly, I, 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 there's some spare jogging bottoms or whatever. I, I get myself decent, and then I clean it up, you know, bleach the lot. Every, yeah. it, it clean. It, I, it's so clean. It's, it's cleaner than it's ever been. Yeah. And then I let people back in. And we all moved past it. Yeah. What, literally or metaphorically? <laughs> <laughs> Bit of both. Okay. Bit of both. Right. And, it, you know, I, I somehow survived it without having a meltdown, even to the point where I told my wife later on what happened. And we both pissed ourselves laughing at how funny it was. Yeah. Like, at no point did that annoy me. And I, I just feel like I've turned a bit of a corner. With <laughs> What, with... you're just going to start shitting yourself on the ki- well, in the kitchen now? I mean... That's a test of your of your sort of mental fortitude, I think. Yeah, yeah. Like, how are you going to react to the puddle of poop? Well, I mean, <laughs> it, I guess it's a metaphor for life, isn't it? Like, that's really what one has to ask oneself every day. How are you going to deal with the puddle of poop? <laughs> Not by wearing a towel. No, don't, don't wear a towel. <laughs> don't wear a towel. <laughs> Coming live once again into your faces from our mouths, it's Seagull News! And this week, I bring harrowing news. Not only are seagulls continuing their, quite frankly, outrageous push into our society by shoplifting. Another one was caught on camera this week, shoplifting a bag, no, a sandwich, an entire sandwich, and on its way out the shop, a lady tried to stop the seagull. It ignored her. It would not change its ways. Wow. Do you they know what the plans. sandwich was? Uh, I'm, I'm guessing it was uh, probably a tuna sandwich. See, I like... In keeping with the seagulls well, eating the fish. You say that, but I like the idea that it was like... It was like a turkey and stuffing or like a... Or like, <laughs> like something a, a bit spicy. Like a, like a kind of roast beef and horseradish sandwich. It was just like, oh, <laughs> I've got refined tastes. It's a watercress and yeah. cucumber people, sandwich. I, I, people piss on the egg and watercress. I don't understand that. I think it's quite a solid sandwich, to be honest. No, any egg sandwich can go to hell. Uh, anyway, so not only are they continuing their crime spree, <laughs> yeah, but there has been more than one piece of evidence that has come up via either social media or other, and other I mean personal witness statement, yeah. that seagulls are... are they. They appear to be, I don't know, riding one another. And right. I don't mean in a sexual sense. Literally, a seagull flying, and another seagull just fucking stood on the one that's flying. Well, those listeners who follow us on uh, Instagram at Babbament Pod will have seen this video because pretty much, I would say, 90% of listeners sent this to us. Like, oh my God, have you exactly. seen this? Yeah. But other ones, uh, as mm. uh, a friend of mine, on on his travels sent me a video of a seagull on the floor with a smaller but not young seagull exactly you know like all all the the fucking you know doe feathers or whatever you want to call them a fully grown one just smaller fully grown seagull just slightly smaller on its back and it's sort of like it's getting its feet in and it's putting its wings out and balancing and then once it's balanced it hops off and then it climbs up again like it's training for something Right, and like like I have been correct in the past, I believe seagulls have seen us at our weakest. They realise that we're all 
getting vaccinated for something, they're not bothered by it whatsoever because seagulls are made of Teflon, as we all know. Yeah. And asbestos. So they're just planning the attack. It's going to happen anytime soon. There will be seagull paratroopers attacking us from the skies. They're making the friggin' frogs gay. I'm starting to sound like that Alex Jones guy, aren't I? (laughs) Well... A couple of different listeners got in contact to contribute. They went, this is, uh, I thought you might be interested in this, these stories. Um, they're not actually Always. seagull news. They are, oh. they're actually both, they're sort of, it's, it's avian news because they both concern pigeons. Now, we've kind oh. of not, we, we've been busy with the seagull, so we haven't necessarily been across the pigeons um, we've taken our eye off the ball here. We've taken our eye off the pigeons. Um and, and there's and, and it got I was thinking about it the other day because um I now live on the first floor and we've got I've got a big kind of balcony and there was mm. um there's a pigeon that just walks across the um the the kind of uh what would you call it like barrier, the pole that's on the barrier of the of the um of the, the balcony. Yeah, banister. I don't know what the fuck you call it, but yeah, he, yeah. he just like, and it's it feels really passive aggressive, like he's not <laughs> doing it in a hurry, and and he, he keeps coming back and doing it. But when he does it, <laughs> what's really weird is he just makes eye contact with me, like he just walks really slowly across and just looks at me as if to say like, "You think this is your territory, mate? You you just wait." But um, listeners got in contact, <clears throat> and the first one uh, was a listener was walking um, on a nice sunny sunday afternoon um along the beach and um something very near fell and nearly hit them and they looked down and it was a severed head of a pigeon what so just a severed pigeon head landed you you trying to tell me like in the style of the godfather i think it's a message i think it's a message (laughs) but then then and I witnessed this. Um, I saw a kestrel eating a pigeon. Good and God. the person whom I was with very calmly just went, look, there's a kestrel eating a pigeon. <laughs> and, we both, and we both just kind of stopped normal. for about 10, like, I don't know, two or three minutes just watching a kestrel eat a pigeon. It's like, oh. You don't see that every day. But then when we, we, we left and came back, and when we came back about 25 minutes later, the pigeon was gone, the dead pigeon, the kestrel was gone, and all remnants of the affair had been completely... It was just gone. Never happened. So it's not just seagulls that we need to stay abreast of. It's all birds. It's all avian creatures. Anything with wings... We oh, need to be across. You, under, you understand what happened, don't you? It was a mistranslation. Go on. We should be looking out for an avian invasion. Avian invasion, yes. It's not an L, it's a V. No, and all the UFOs. Are j- In fact, I saw a TV show the other day with, it was like, unidentified flying objects with fucking Barry Marshall. And they had um, a fucking UFO expert on there, which seems like an oxymoron to me anyway. It's like, okay, fine, whatever. (laughs) And uh, he was like slowing down this footage of this, um, like they'd had like 10 different people look at it. like, no, it's definitely, it's definitely an, an unidentified flying object. I can confirm that. I don't know what that is. That is absolutely bonkers. And fucking <laughs> Barry Jeffers got on there and he was like, if you slow it down into fucking 7,000 fucking frames a second, that might be speeding <laughs> up. I'm not very good with that kind of thing, but whatever. He was like, actually, I think it's a bird <laughs> it's just, just like, them all up. like the biggest <laughs> anti-climax is basically just a bird that's had like it had a meltdown and flown across the camera did they do that thing where all that the, the old school american ufo shows where you still build it up they constantly remind you of what you're waiting for you, yeah they have the like a, you're waiting for yeah they have like a after the break we find out if barry can confirm whether this is 
or not a UFO. That's exactly what it was, and it was really like late 90s. Do you ever remember those shows <laughs> on telly that they had which were like magic revealed magicians reveal their tricks they'd be on sky one and it'd be some fucking dude in like a really long leather jacket with spiky hair and he'd do some like weird like card trick and then the camera would slow down he'd show you how to do it it was all yeah yeah, basically the matrix of of shit documentary that's yeah that's exactly how it was presented so I think we need to stop with just seagulls and we need to cover avian the avian invasion i think that's what we need to do yes definitely watch the skies people yep so i was in sainsbury's the other day ah the hive of excellence yes and uh I'd gone to the shop to pick up some supplies. It must have been about, I don't know, half past 12. I'd been up for a few hours and I realised that I hadn't had any breakfast because I just kind of got up and started doing stuff, started cleaning, tidying, taking out the rubbish, fucking hoovering, whatever. Daily chores. Yeah, I need to go to the shop. In fact, in fact, it was when we were supposed to be recording... And I'd allocated the time and then never heard anything. So I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to go and do stuff. Um, and I went to Sainsbury's and I thought, oh, oh I, haven't, I haven't had any breakfast yet. Oh, you know what? I might treat myself to a little pastry. I've been good this week and I'll have a little, have a little pastry. Oh. So I walked over to said pastry section and there is <clears throat> the manager, who I've seen in there a couple of times, mm. and... What I later found out was the person who works in that particular Sainsbury's who is responsible for the cooking of the pastries and the bread and the fucking cheese twists and whatever. So a baker? <clears throat> yeah, a baker, I suppose, is what, <laughs> what you could call them, I, I guess. Um, <laughs> and they are stood in front of said pastries. Now, right. they're having a, a what looks like a very intense conversation as I am approaching and let's just say the manager was not very happy because the baker, let's call him Steve, Steve Baker, Steve okay. had clearly not done a very good job. So I am perusing the pastry section and I hear this conversation. <laughs> okay, go on. I mean, Steve, have you even looked at the manual? Am I going to have to go through the whole process again with you? This is this is not acceptable, Steve. Those <laughs> croissants are scorched. The cheese twists, well, they're sullied. The pan au chocolat is scalded, are scalded, and don't even get me started on the pan of raisins. These are <laughs> unedible. He said unedible rather than inedible. Oh dear. And bearing in mind, I am stood two meters away from them. Yeah. Right? So obviously I can hear this conversation. And I turned to them and I was like, excuse me, lads, chaps. I think I said, excuse me, chaps. And they both looked at me like rabbit in the fucking headlights. I went, probably not the best idea to have a conversation about how all of the products that are in front of me are unedible in front of someone who's considering buying one of the pastries. Mm. And it was like, it was like I'd just proven the existence of God. <laughs> they could not believe that someone had said that to them. They both just looked at me startled. And and the baker, Steve, he started trying to trying to um like explain his way around it. And I just went, you know what, Steve? Don't bother. I'm gonna take my pastry business <laughs> elsewhere. And I just walked away. And I was gutted because I really wanted one of those scorched croissants. Do you know what I mean? You should have just got one anyway. Well, yeah, but I couldn't make... I made a big fucking song and dance about it. I couldn't then go, sorry, can I just squeeze past and grab one? (laughs) Put yourself in the corner. And then, on my pursuit of pastries, not just on the pursuit of pastries... (laughs) The pursuit of pastries! Yeah. (laughs) On the pursuit of pastries, I then went to the co-op that's just down the road from me because not for... not. 
specifically for the pursuit of pastries, but because <laughs> they didn't have a couple of other things. It was a wait. Right. Basically, Sainsbury's was a waste of fucking time. So I went into the co-op <laughs> and they had all of their pastries laid out. But by that point, I don't know. I'd, it'd been it'd been tainted for me a little bit. I was still kind of getting flashbacks <laughs> to my to my Sainsbury's thing. But they've replaced the pastry like section with these really like high tech you sort of like pull the whole section out and the flaps lift up and all of the pastries come careering towards you <laughs> yeah I've seen and that. and it's it like when, what what happened to just having a pastry like in the thing and you just take it out and then you've got the diff- you've got like eight different tongs with no kind of identification as to where these tongs which tong goes with which yeah like how do i know which tong is for which like there's no there's no kind of delineation amongst there's no tong delineation in my pursuit of pastries that was fucking beautiful thanks Don't be angry, don't be bitter. Just sit there and put it on your head. <laughs> Hit you with the timing change, big yeah. fucked you up. But I do believe it is your go. Yeah, I think it is. Um, my first one is um, too many layers. <laughs> I hate it when you go out and you've got loads of layers on. And there's too many. And you can't figure out what is the... You take one layer off because you're too hot. As soon as you take it off, too cold. Put it back on, too hot. Take it off, too cold. Nightmare. Nightmare. Uh, yeah. um, immediate post-washing up item. <laughs> so you spent some time doing a washing up. Your back hurts because sinks are always at a weird angle. Um, I mean, that could go on the hate list. Sink level. Height. Sink height, sink height. Yeah. yeah, unacceptable sink height. <laughs> yeah, um, and then you're like, ah, oh, good, this is all done. And then you turn, and out of the corner of your eye, your eye, you see a rogue mug just sat on the edge of the sofa, taunting you. Like, you thought you were finished, mate. You, you fucking know int. Yeah. Do you know what's worse than that? I don't mind yeah. that because that's kind of like, ah, oh, forgot to go and have a look. I should have had a look first. No, 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 no. The, I'm talking about you've had a look. You think you've got everything. You've not, but it's not uh. negligence. It's not washing up negligence. <laughs> you think you've done what you were supposed to have done, and then for some unknown reason, a rogue mug has just appeared from like the floor. It's just leapt up onto the sofa and is fucking leaning back. See? He's got a lit cigarette. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, Paul, uh, you thought you were finished with that? <laughs> I'll fucking I, I start that. that. No problem. But another one is when you've just finished washing up, and then someone physically walks in with like a cup and a plate they've just finished with and they just put it next to the now empty in sink. You're like, why? Yeah, I find that really passive aggressive as well. So just wash it <laughs> up, just do it straight away. Um, my next one, it actually relates to a story that you <laughs> gloriously told earlier, which is poo uncertainty. Um, <laughs> when it's like, <laughs> you're like, I do need a poo, but I'm not sure if it's ready. Like the poo has its own will. It's like, no, I'm not ready. To, I'm not ready to come out yet. So you're just going to have to wait. And you're just like, oh, really uncomfortable. Go and sit down. It's just a no it's show. Like, no, I'm not. Yeah, you can, you can push all you want, but I'm going to push back. So <laughs> I'm here for the long haul. And then it pulls out a cigarette. It's like, you thought you were really pal. All my things are Scottish, apparently. Um, I like it. My next one is dog etiquette. Um, Obviously, I live quite close to the the seafront. And it's a, 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 I was going to say a breeding ground. That's not what I mean. It's a kind of meeting (laughs) point. It's a smorgasbord of dog walkers. It's just a big old gang pile of dogs. There's just dogs everywhere. It's just like a a Jackson Pollock painting of dogs. (laughs) And um, people just letting their dogs like run up 
and run around and like lobbing balls and shitting. It's like, come on. If they, I mean, I'm a stickler for etiquette anyway, but dog etiquette recently has, has made its way onto the hate list. Um, my penultimate one is adverts. I mean, I don't quite know how to phrase it, but adverts for COVID, against COVID, like being like, make sure you get your vaccination. It's like, well, contact me then and I'll fucking get one. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Don't yeah. rub it in my face. And they make them out like sort of, you know, like a Christmas adverts where there's a, there's a family. Sit- there's one the other day where a woman sat outside with all her mates and she's like sat on a deck chair and she's freezing her tits off and she goes to go in the room. She's like, wait, it is really cold, but... I'm not sure if this is the right thing to do. And then it cuts back and she's just wrapped herself in a blanket. So if you're a cognitant member of society, you don't have to think about it. You you can't go inside with people. So either meet them outside and sit there and be cold because it's England or don't fucking meet up with people. You shouldn't have to have adverts convincing. Don't go in your house with people because, you know, other people might fucking die if you do. It's just like, oh God, we don't need to have adverts. Fuck off. (laughs) <laughs> and my last one um is what i'm call i'm calling it line of duty hype um i mean firstly i am sick to fucking uh. death of reading about hearing about people talk about line of cunting duty but because i've seen a couple of bits of it and it looks shit the acting shit it looks like a shit piece of shit but even no, if it's it, not it, if Even you don't know what not. line of duty is, oh, I mean, yeah. just, just in case someone forgot, doesn't know yeah. what it is, essentially line of duty is, well, go back and find some episodes of the bill. Watch that. Yeah, that's what it looks and then like. Every 15 and 45 minutes, put on something like point break <laughs> and then go back to the bill. And that is what Line of Duty is. It's, I mean, to be fair, you describing it program. as a mix between the Bill and Point Break does make me want to watch it. But <laughs> um, it's 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 the hype that surrounds anything that's been on for a while. Because it's mm. like, look, I, I it might be really good. I don't know, really. I can't comment. The bits I've seen, I thought it looked shit. But that might have been the bits I've seen. And loads of people like it, so I'm sure I'm in the minority. But whenever anything's hyped up that much... You sort of like, well, I, I can't watch it now. Like, yeah, if I think about fact, if I hadn't exactly, if I hadn't watched Breaking Bad or something like, take Breaking Bad. I mean, it had only been out. I think maybe the second series had just started airing in the in this country when I started watching it. If I'd have huh. gone to like now and had never watched it, I'd be furious about it because like everyone talks about how good it is. But let me tell you, I realised that I had one more left on my um, hate list, which relates to this. When was the last time that you watched the TV show Hollyoaks? Oh, good God, man. I mean, maybe once about, like 15 years ago. Sure, same here. And I've had a couple of a couple of mates, like acting mates, who've been in it at various points and yada yada. Still didn't watch I it. I mean, when if they were people don't it. know what Hollyoaks oh, yeah, is. fucking hell, for our international listeners. So Hollyoaks. Just to explain Hollyoaks, yeah. go and find a dog. <laughs> Watch it have a shit, then sit and stare at that shit for about 30 to 40 minutes and imagine it's got a bit of a Cheshire to Scouse accent. Hollyoaks, done. Yeah, I mean, that's really fair. Um, but I watched an episode of it the other day. It was well, it was on and I was like faffing about and then I stood in, I stood in front of the TV for about 10 minutes watching it. And it is possibly the, not only is it the worst acting I've ever seen, it's the worst stories, mm. the, wor- the worst dialogue, man. There's a bit in it where one of the, these two geezers who are like pound shop Phil Mitchells have obviously committed a crime <laughs> of some description. And he's like, he's like, she, uh, they're talking about this, this third woman who's witnessed what they've done. And he's like, She's going to rumble us, mate. <laughs> I can't. I can't go back to the Nick. I've only just got out. I've got to think about me kids. Only just got out. I've got to think about me kids. <laughs> well, there's only one thing that can happen for this to stop. And you as an audience member go, well, they're talking about murdering her. They're talking about killing her, obviously, whatever. And the next one goes, yeah, 
you're going to have to kill her. It's like, yeah, we got that. You didn't have to fucking explain <laughs> it. So I think not only is Holly You're going to have to murder her. <laughs> it's like, oh, with brilliant. A big knife. <laughs> She's going to have to be <sighs> dead. But it's like, okay, A, we get it. We get it. So Hollyoaks is on the list. But what also is on the list is like obvious terrible exposition in tv shows or like when they have they feel like they have to say it like no, they I'm think just, that i'm just gonna go out and say any you know terrestrial yeah or cable local to your country soap opera deserves to be on the hate list because they're all terrible they've always got a mass murderer or a plane crash or something else it's just getting the bin. Well, yeah, and there's always, like, you even get ones where you have the occasional, like, there's one character who's like, oh, okay, that, that character's okay, but they can't do anything to carry the entire show. I mean, Hollyoaks is turgid uh, fucking nonsense. Awful. So that's me. Oh, yeah, Christ, it's my... <laughs> that was a lot. Sorry, that was a lot. No, but to be fair... All valid points. Thank so you. So I'll, I'll, I'll rush mine. No, no, no. Take your time, man. Take Let's take a stroll through the, the hatred forest. Well, there's not much. There's no three. So I'm going to give you in two points. Pointless message bumper stickers. Yes. Saw one the other day. Morrissey fan on board. Did it say that if or did it, it just say cunt? I mean, if anything, it makes me want to run you off the fucking road. <laughs> yeah. Go and eat an avocado. Fuck off. Morrissey's a prick. <laughs> Even if you used to like the Smiths, you, you know Morrissey is now a prick. Like, everything he's... He is a prick. Yes, he is. Where's it gone? Where's my list gone? <laughs> I was like, yeah. did you just die? <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> I just, I just, I, like, I'm keeping that in. I'm not. I'm not editing that. That's staying in. No, yeah, you can stay in. I mean, that's that can get on the list when your phone. What I'll do? What, no, what I'll do? Completely different. Is I'll put you know the old Windows night the old the old <laughs> Windows ninety eight <laughs> shutdown music. <laughs> I'll put that over the top just to show the malfunction. My phone is terrible, man. <laughs> Like, I, I replaced my, my <laughs> eldest phone today. £170. Yeah, yeah. This is on the list. Spending your money on someone else <laughs> and not on your own thing of the same issue. My phone has been smashed for two years. It's the beginning of the fucking pandemic. And I've just put up about, nah, it's all right. I've got sellotape on my fucking screen. His has been annihilated for about three months. And I've just paid 170 to replace it. What have I done to mine? Nothing. But you it's know what your <laughs> you know what your mistake was, right? Having children. Having children. <laughs> I don't. I only spend money on myself. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I love my kids, but goddamn, <laughs> you expensive bastards. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> People who insist on knowing more than the manager. Okay. I was in Lidl the other day, and this little bog troll woman walked up to the front. I mean, I mean, when I say bog, I'm not just being like overly offensive for no reason. She literally looked like that trash lady at the end of Labyrinth. Okay. When you said bog roll woman, I just imagined like she's no, like a mummy. Troll. Tro- I'll troll. Yeah. She 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 sidles up to the lady and she's like, "I want to return this." And what she is trying to return is a screwdriver that was already marked down. Now. When something is marked down in a supermarket, it is for what reasons, Ryan? It's either shit or it's fucked. (laughs) Yeah. So it's either gone out of date. Yeah. Or if it's a thing that isn't perishable, it's probably broken in some way. Yeah. Yeah. We we could sort of establish that. Yeah. She's essentially saying that there is one screwdriver bit, extension bit that you put on the end that's missing out of the six that's meant to be in there. Which is why she got it on cheap. Exactly, which is why it's cheap. She is complaining that it should not have been (laughs) sold in this condition. I want to speak to the manager. And God love her, the girl behind the till was the fucking manager. So she went, you're talking to her. And straight away, the little trash lady went, and sort of had a a bit of a, didn't expect that sort of instant reaction. Oh, God. Well, this shouldn't have been. And she was talking like that as well. I'm not actually over-accentuating. Well, this shouldn't have been sold in this condition, should it? You don't 
And then she she went on to basically start to say that it should have been reduced further because it was shit. And and the manager said, no, we don't do that. Reduce it once. If it sells, it sells. If it doesn't, then eventually we just get rid of it and send it back or whatever. No, you don't. And, you know, yeah, no, you don't. You mark down food twice. And and the manager was like, what, what the fuck? You can see it on her face. It's like, what the fuck is this woman on about? And she, was, she basically tried to tell the manager of Lidl that, when food goes off, mm. it has an initial markdown price, but if it doesn't sell, it goes further again. Like, gets marked down even more. And she's like, no, we just throw it in the bin. She's like, no, you don't. <laughs> and at that point, I very, very loudly, from over the shoulder of the chap in front of me, because I wasn't even next, said, who gives a shit? <laughs> And she got the point and walked off. And then I, the, the manager basically laughed at me. I said, you're too patient and she's a fucking dickhead. Thank you very much. See you later. Paid for my shit and left little. Right, next one. Brilliant. Last one. Yeah. People who leave passive-aggressive notes on your car, especially when you've done nothing illegal or wrong. Great. I parked up outside my friend's house the other day as I was helping the garden. Been there maybe four hours of the total six or seven that I was there, and I come out to a note on my car. Okay. I am parked beside my friend's garage entrance on a main road, not a main road, but, you know, a proper road, not like a back road or an alley or anything. On the road, I am not on any double yellows, not on a peak clear sign, not on those spacer lines that you see that are just like a line with two bars at the end which basically say you can't park here because someone needs it for turning and all that shit. Nothing. I'm just parked beside it. And across the road is someone's driveway which is big enough for you to turn in. Double garage. You can go left or right. And I am not in front of it across the road. I'm off to one side. So there is enough room to get in and out. Okay. The note read... You're causing an obstruction to 1A. <laughs> like, great. How, where the fuck is 1A for a start? I don't even know where I'm looking. Secondly, who gives a shit? Like, you can get out. There is no problem here. I, I was saying, I was actually verbalising all of this at the moment I got the note, and some neighbours noticed, and they came over to ask if I was moving in because they didn't want there to be, and I quote, a problem with their neighbours. <laughs> I just laughed. But I was just like, what is the fucking problem here? So I continued to park there for the rest of the day, and lo and behold, didn't get another note. You should just park there every day now. I should just not even park outside my own house anymore. No, no, no. I should even just go like park there and walk 40-minute walk, yeah. Fuck, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what it makes you feel like, though, isn't it? Those kind of... I mean, the, the passive aggressiveness of it is annoying, but it's just that's like... That's the thing that does it. Yeah, it's, it's just... You just want to be like, why do you care... Like, it's not, it's like people who just complain for the sake of complaining. But like us. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true, actually. That's literally our whole MO, <laughs> isn't it? Fucking <laughs> hell. Right, we you just bombed the entire oh, show. Dear huh? God. Bollocks. Some things in life are utterly pointless. Yes. One of said things is the Woucher Prize Gift Raffle. Woucher? Woucher. You know, that, that the one with the advert where they either sing songs or someone goes, Woucher, and you just want to smash the TV. Yes. So, Woucher, if you don't know what it is, I've got to keep fucking doing this. I've got to keep explaining myself. Yeah. Got to explain ourselves all the time, right? Woucher... Is, uh, is a rewards website where you go on, you get a coupon for something, you know, 20% off a spa day in the most expensive fucking health yeah. facilities in the area, that sort of shit. But they did a raffle, and the raffle was a £10 a ticket. Okay. And you, you buy entry into a raffle, and the and the, the sort of spiel gives you, you know, 
thousands of prizes to be won, from Bluetooth speakers to hot tubs. Everyone's a winner with the voucher raffle, that sort of shit. Okay. Why well, fell for it? So she goes and chucks that tenner in the hat. When you say she, you mean your wife? Yeah. Okay. That's what I said. The wife. The wife fell for it. Oh, sorry, I didn't. I missed that bit. All the way in, she was committed. What do you think she won from the thousands of prizes? Anything from a Bluetooth speaker to a hot tub. What do you think she won? So it was a tenner, tenner raffle. Tenner. And from a Bluetooth speaker. So that would suggest that the Bluetooth speaker is the worst prize that one could get. Certainly would. So she won a Bluetooth speaker? She won a home pull-up bar. <laughs> I mean, what a fucking lame deer. I mean, that is the worst possible prize for anyone over the age of 14. A fucking home extendable doorway pull-up bar. But I mean, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to break my fucking spine as soon as it gives way under the weight of me. My kids aren't going to do it because one won't be able to fucking reach it and can't pull himself up anyway. And the other one just is a lazy bastard teenager. He ain't going to do nothing. And then there's me missus. Yeah, I can, I can come home. She's doing single-handed fucking chin-ups in the doorway, isn't she? But what the, a shit prize. It should have... It should have... It should have been... You could win anything from a pull-up bar yeah. to a fucking I mean, excuse me. Yeah. But a Bluetooth speaker is useful. <laughs> Everyone can use that. I fucking, I mean, at first I walked in and honestly, I thought that she'd mistakenly bought, you know, the, the shower poles for yeah. the shower curtain in your bath. I, I thought she'd seen two-way extendable pole and accidentally bought this because of it, you know, some people are shady with descriptions or sort of, they, they get fast and loose with, with sort of categorizing things on eBay and that sort of thing. I thought, oh, she's, she's been done over. Don't believe it. I got home, she goes, oh, it's my voucher prize. What did I get? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> We've won this. This isn't an accident. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> You're seen off, lad. We've got well, a fucking chin-up bar. As always happens with us, we are in perfect um, synchronicity because I Did you have... do the voucher voucher too? No, not quite. But what I do have <laughs> is a bunch of Mother's Day gifts um, that are even worse, in my opinion, than some of the Wish dot com stuff that we've done in the past so i suppose oh, you could God. say that this section has turned into toilet paper earrings so not oh, earrings that are made out of toilet paper <laughs> but but look They're like little toilet paper, toilet paper dispensers God's sake. An apologetic Mother's Day co- cookie that reads, reads, sorry for being the reason your bladder leaks. <laughs> right? That's actually quite good. <laughs> a thing that's called the Hap Bee. A Hap Bee is a device that sends electromagnetic waves to mum's head to keep her calm or down, keep, or calm her down or improve her attitude. And it looks like a halo. So just give her a fucking so it- glass of wine. <laughs> It's got haptics in it. Basically, yeah. yeah. Run it, okay. Um, terrible. A terrible. Terrible pun. A golden girl's porno colouring book that's called The Golden Gilfs. <laughs> um, sh- Hand-drawn, I imagine, yeah? Yeah, well, they haven't fucking the posed fuck for it, have they? No, I mean, who the fuck is out there? Hand drawing the golden girls into setting. There's some, some, some something Like Blanche's boobs to co- cover two pages. <laughs> um, a champagne bottle bong. Bottle bong. Yeah, bottle bong. Right. Um, which yeah is is a bong. It's, right, it's just a bong. <laughs> Here um, you go, mum. <laughs> yeah. Um, again, talk about synergy for this recording. A bicycle pizza cutter. Oh, that's what I need to get you. Yeah. Um, Alcoholic whipped cream. I can see some people thinking that's a good one. I hate whipped cream. Just FYI. Um, (laughs) Temporary temporary tooth gems that are called gemsies. 
And the oh, woman fuck, who's modelling it has the worst teeth I've ever fucking seen <laughs> in my life. It's like a gem ain't going to do nothing to them. Um, a baseball bat mug. Don't know. A, a um, baseball bat mug. Yeah, Vladimir Putin. <laughs> is it like, hang on, is it like a, a four foot long mug? Like, tall? No, it's <laughs> like, you know, the handle and like into the sheath of the bat. It's kind of there's, like that. There's so, a sheath to it? Well, you know, like the bit that goes from like bat to handle, the, and it kind of looks like a champagne. Oh, the, like the wrapped thing. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Vladimir Putin toilet spray. Obviously, poo is spelled P O O. And it's. The lavatory mist make problems disappear, which is quite funny because it's got a really surly picture of Vladimir Putin on the front. <laughs> um, something that's called the Wad Free, which <laughs> is about stopping sheets, blankets, and towels getting soggy together. So you put them in and it keeps them separate from each other when it's in the washing. It's like, that's a bit gendered. Um, what? Yeah. A uterus button hook. So it's like a uterus that's got flowers on it as like a little badge. A personal portable air purifier. Um, yeah. Lawn legs, which are basically like mannequin legs that have been painted to look like mushrooms and polka dots and shit that you just shove in the ground. <laughs> a high performance pet massager. <laughs> So instead of just stroking a dog, you just have this thing. That you, I don't know. A book that's called Women Don't Poop and Other Lies. Okay. Um, there you go, Mum. And then a personalised um, face mask, which you can Im- superimpose the face of your favourite pet on it, which is called the Dog Face Buff. Or you could go for a wearable reproduction silicon Kim Kardashian buttock cast. <laughs> this, is, this, is all, <laughs> this is all Mother's Day stuff, right? Air guitar. <laughs> a pocket chainsaw. A grilled chicken painting. Which is a pun because it's a chicken being interrogated by two coppers. Right, okay. A kimono that can hold a champagne bottle in the back pocket. <laughs> My favourite one, and I'm not even going to talk about pickle, wine stoppers, chilli and hot dog earrings, or peanut butter and jelly fragrant eau de parfum. But my favourite one, which I'm like, this can't be fucking... This is the... Are you fucking kidding me? It's just a robot that closely follows you. And it just looks like a massive bread bin with an Angry Birds pig <laughs> face on it. What? 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 Do what? You mean, a robot that closely follows. That's what it's you. called. It's it called the robot that closely follows you. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's called. The robot that. <laughs> it's literally just like that's what it is. It's just, what is it? Like, just, it's, just a... <laughs> it's just a robot that closely follows you. Yeah, but what's the point? It's the guy at the bus stop that just wants to look at your phone all the time. Yeah, robot that closely <laughs> follows you. Coming winter 2022 for Mother's Who's Day. That? Who's that in the distance? Oh look, it's Awesome Man and his sidekick, robot that closely follows you. <laughs> robot that closely follows you. Are you fucking kidding? Well, you just kidding me. Well, are you just kidding me? Well, are you just fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Ah, what a season of emotion! Yeah, really, like epic. It was epic this week. It was. This was. This was drama. Yeah. It was thrills and chills and horror. It was was amazing. All in one. So I think I think uh, we can we can end on a slightly I don't know lighter, slightly, yeah, slightly okay. lighter thing to, to finish off with. So I had we're not quite so regular, and I don't mean in the bathroom. We're not quite so regular with delivering the pods at the moment. No, we just because, need the listeners to be a bit patient with yeah, us. They're, they're coming out. You're, you're not even fucking going to work properly yet, most of you. So uh, you've got loads to catch up on. Once you've caught up, we'll be back to regular speed. Again, we will. We, it won't be much longer before we're a bit staggered. We will be back to normal. As soon as life sorted soon, out. But yeah. with, with this uh, extended period between recordings and podcast releases, uh, more more shit's happening. Lo- loads loads of stuff is happening to both of us. Yeah, uh, and it's the 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 sort of the variety 
of of thing, as we've proven in this episode, it is all over the place. Yes. Um, but I had two things related to each of my children happen, and both of them made me laugh. Okay. So the first one was my youngest got caught swearing online. Okay. They got caught by my eldest. And I know that it wasn't just tattletailing because of how much my eldest was laughing when he told me what it was that he said. Okay. So, so my youngest plays online. He, play, he plays a, a Fortnite, plays a bit of Apex Legends. He'll play some, uh, well, he plays some other games as well. Not all shooting and killing each other. Some of them are just like Minecraft and that sort of thing. But he got a bit upset. And he shouted something. Right. And I must admit, it made me laugh as well. This is what he said. <clears throat> Upon getting frustrated with the friend that he was playing with, my eight-year-old son said, you better shut up before I slap you in your face and say, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> I mean, where could he have possibly heard language like that? I'm blaming YouTube because we literally don't swear in the house. So we, we don't swear at each other or anything like that. Which made it even funnier because I, I know that he must have, and it's the delivery is is ever so slightly off. It's I will slap you in your face and say fuck you, bitch. It's just not quite right. <laughs> so you know that he's trying to copy something he's seen on TV or something like that. Yeah. Some like so I that made me laugh. Obviously I had a word about swearing and stuff, but I still laugh. Still of course. But it paled in comparison to what happened when I had to take my eldest to the uh, walk-in medical centre. So, when, you know, when like on a, it's a Sunday, you've got to go to, like, the doctors, but there isn't a doctor's. There's Yeah, the kind of walk-in minor somewhere. injuries or whatever, yeah. Yeah. So, we go, he's got a bit of rib pain, take him in there, uh, and we, we do all the filling out the forms and everything else. So, we sit down, we're in the waiting room. Uh, and it's, it's one of those things that it's not, like, immediate desperate. Still needs to get checked out, but if someone walks in and there's blood pouring down, then they're going to go in first. So we end up sitting in the waiting room for a little while. While we're sat in the waiting room, numerous people coming in and out, in and out. And then a mother with her little girl come in. And the little girl, I would say, is about four. So has a comprehension of the English language, can say stuff, four, you know, four, five, just getting into conversations and talking and, and can tell you what they want for dinner and that sort of stuff, yeah? Yeah. So they sit down. And the little girl, I believe, ha- has has spilt some dinner or something on her legs. So she's, she's burnt her legs a little bit. So she's got a dress on and she's got, she's got like, little patchy bits of, of uh, like, bandage and whatever else on her legs. So she's burnt her legs a little bit. Everyone in that room knew that she'd hurt her legs because no less than 10,000 times did she repeat the same. Mummy, my legs are hurt. Mummy, my legs are hurt. Mummy, my legs are hurting. Mummy, my legs are hurting. And you may notice that I'm changing the way I say it because that's what she did. Every three seconds... She told her mum her legs were hurting. Now, I don't doubt that they were at all. But what was funny is that she was interjecting. It was, can we go and have dinner later on? What are we having? My legs are hurting. Mum, when I get home, I want to watch this on TV. My legs are hurting. Mum, when we drove here, did you have to go so fast? My legs are hurting. And she started to berate her mum. Like some sort of, like, tapping Japanese water torture-esque. Mum, mum. Mum, my legs are hurting. Mum, mum. And I've never seen a woman want the ground to open up and swallow her more. The mum was like, yes, love. Yes, love. Yes. And you, you know, like, the, you've got the seven degrees of acceptance. Yeah. When you, when you like, bereavement or and stuff like grief, that. stages of grief, yeah. Stages of grief, yeah. So she, she went all these, through all these different stages with, with her daughter, but about something completely different. So one minute she's fine. Then she's, like, exasperated. Then she's just getting pissed off and wants her to shut up. I'm changing my name. <laughs> I think everyone's had their mum say that to him at one point. I'm yeah. changing my name. Yeah. And she's hitting her with that. 
and and the, it, it'd been 20 minutes uh no less of just solid mum you know can i can i go out and play with with john later my legs are hurting mum when i get home i want to have a shower my legs are hurting mum and uh, just beating her down beating her down beating her down and mum had gone all the way back around now to being nice again and it was just so fun they call her in and the little girl gets up and she's quiet and the nurse comes up are you right she's gonna come in we'll take a look at you have a seat blah, blah, blah. and we can hear her and and the mum is saying some words but the little girl now is completely silent first time in 20 minutes completely silent not saying a word and they walk up to the front they fill out a few more bits and pieces and they go around the corner just as they're going into the room, the nurse says, so what's the problem? And the little girl goes, nothing, I'm fine. <laughs> and then the mother killed her. And the mum's like, are you fucking... She, we burnt her oh, she goes, yeah, my legs are hurting. And then they shut the door. I was just like, oh, this is fucking brilliant. Just, oh, that's wonderful. And just in the face of adversity, that young girl refused to, to shut the fuck up. <laughs> for more than three seconds, and me and my eldest, like honestly, you know, you know when you you can't laugh. Yeah, you're in you're in class. You know, you're in the library. You're you're in custody, and something funny happens, <laughs> and you just you can't let the laugh out. So you try to stifle it, and the more you try to stifle that laugh, the more your face starts to get really hot, and you start to stream water from every orifice it feels until you can't breathe and you're just bouncing up and down like that big fucking happy chuggy old man in the corner of the bus. <laughs> we were both doing that for almost the entirety of this little girl being in there because she was so incessantly funny. But I'm not taking the piss out of her at all. Or no. her, her, no, her no, poor no. mother. <laughs> well, listeners, when, you're, when you're listening to the podcast don't feel like you need to stifle your laughs just let them out in public in prison in mexico apparently anywhere you are <laughs> just let the guffaws open your sinuses and pour forth into the world <laughs> that's how we'll know that the babblement is live and well that's it this is our gift to you and thank you for listening. Thank it's you. It's time for us to go now, innit? That's yes. enough. Yeah, we're done now. Fuck it. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Bye, everyone.